0: Welcome to the Maroon and White Audible, featuring your host from maroonandwhitenation.com, Justin Strawn. Alright, got another good show lined up for you today here on the Marina White Audible. I am your host, Justin Strawn from the fan-sided site, White I appreciate you guys tuning in. Today, we are looking at the upcoming series with the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Should be a really good series. Southern Miss is a solid team. Super State appears to be a solid team as well this year. So, we're going to be taking an in-depth look at that over about the next 10 to 15 minutes. So, I appreciate you guys tuning in. But before we do all that, let's obviously hear from our friends over at cherokee valley golf course hey guys this is justin strong from marinawhitenation.com if you're a golfer and you live in the greater Memphis area you're probably just like me looking for the best opportunity for you to spend your golfing time wisely well why not look and check out cherokee valley golf course My son and I golf there almost every single time we go out. and It's a great course whether you're a skilled golfer looking for a challenge or if you're a beginner somewhat like me and just trying to learn how to play the game. My son and I have been playing there for years and we would highly recommend it. They've done a great job of keeping the course maintained. It's a beautiful course, lots of wonderful practice facilities. No reason that you shouldn't be out there honing your game. So if you're in the Olive Branch area or in the Greater Memphis area, Give Cherokee Valley Golf Course a look and go ahead and tell them I sent you. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course. You can call them at 662 893 4444 or you can book a tea time online at olivebranchgolf.com. Okay, before we jump into the show, I do want to mention one thing. My goal is to have a show up tomorrow to preview. Uh, Mississippi State's game with the South Carolina Gamecocks that takes place, the basketball game that takes place at home. I don't know that I'm going to have a chance to do that. I'm hoping to. Uh, I'm recording this actually on Monday morning, so I don't know what my schedule is going to look like after the game on Wednesday because I don't really like to preview a game until all the other games have been played. So I don't know exactly how that's going to work. We'll see. But my hope and my plan is that I'll be able to record in time for the game uh, on Saturday. Uh, but we'll see. If I don't have one up, that's the reason why I just didn't just end up getting a chance to be able to do it. So, All right, let's go ahead and look at this upcoming baseball series, though, with the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Look, Southern Miss is a good team. They got off to a really good start this past weekend. They ended up sweeping Purdue. Purdue is a Big Ten team, but the Big Ten is really, really bad at baseball. So I don't really know how much to take into, how much you know we should – how much that should worry us? How much we should be, whether or not we should, you know, discount them. They're probably better than Youngstown State. I'll say that. <laughs> if I had to guess, they're probably a better team than Youngstown State. But I honestly don't know. It's just I mean, like I said, Big Ten baseball is typically not that good. They normally don't put a ton of teams in the NCAA tournament, and they just they just have a lot of they just have a lot of disadvantages playing up north, playing in the cold. It's very difficult for them to really establish any type of a solid quality programs in terms of baseball uh, in the Big Ten. And like I said, Southern Miss, they had a nice little sweep of uh, the Boilermakers this weekend when they played them. Now, Mississippi State, currently when I'm recording this, is 3-0. It's possible they could be 4-0 by the time you're listening or 3-1. But in all likelihood, they're not going to get that game in with UAB Uh, this week. They... You, they could have ended up playing this by the time you listen to it, but my guess is that based off of the weather forecast, it's supposed to rain pretty much from here until Friday. So when, if they get the game in, I'll be really surprised, but I guess we'll just kind of wait and see on that. But uh, it's looking like it's going to be uh, a rainout, and it looks like Mississippi State will just be at their three games going into this game. Uh, Series with Southern Miss. Now, Southern Miss, they are currently, at least if I'm, let me double check this real quick. I don't think they are ranked according to D1Baseball.com. They've already put out their poll uh, this morning on Monday morning. So let me check that real quick and make sure. And it looks like I was correct. They are not ranked. There was very little movement in the D1 baseball rankings. Maybe there will be some more movement in others. The only team that really moved up or down a lot was the Louisville Cardinals. They went from number four in the D1 baseball poll down to number eight after going one and two this past weekend. Almost everybody else stayed the same. State uh, held steady at number 14. The only other teams that moved, um, Michigan, I'm sorry, no, TCU went up from 18 to 19. I'm sorry, they went from 19 to 18. Oklahoma State went from 19... Uh, okay, let me make get this right. TCU was number 19. They moved up one spot to 18. Oklahoma State was number 19. They moved. They were number 18. They moved down one spot to number 19. Everybody else, though, for the most part, according to the D1 baseball poll, stayed the same. Like I said, it wasn't a whole lot to, be, to learn this past week if uh, you were watching college baseball, but... This will be one of the bigger series of the weekend. Uh, Southern they Southern really wants to prove that it is on the same level with baseball as Mississippi State and Ole Miss are. They have a little bit more of a challenge just because of the fact that they play in a much more difficult conference, and therefore they have to. When I say difficult conference in terms of it's a more difficult conference in terms of garnering respect. Let me clarify that. Conference USA just isn't a very good baseball conference. The only other team that really has good years year in and out besides Southern Miss is uh, the Rice Owls. There are occasionally some teams that pop up there. I I don't know if Louisiana Tech is Conference USA or if they are Sun Belt, Uh, but but I know if they are Conference USA, then Louisiana Tech will often have uh, a good year every now and then as well, but it's just not the same level as playing in the SEC, which is going to put you know, six to nine teams in the NCAA tournament every single year, but still, Southern Miss does have a really good year—a really good team. They they got off to, like I said, a really good start this past weekend against Southern against Purdue, and they're going to hit the ball. That's one thing that they they do really well. They hit the ball. They're a really solid team when it comes to hitting, and we can expect the same thing this weekend when Mississippi State takes on. Uh, Southern Miss. They got off to a really hot start this past weekend. They ended up hitting 343 for the uh, for the for the weekend. They have a 954 OPS after one week of play. They got two guys who are over uh, who are over. A th- i have got three guys who are over a th- thousand in OPS uh, for Southern Miss currently. Now, one of the guys, probably the the guy that's probably worries you the most, should be either Hunter Slater or Matt Walner. Those guys are absolutely crushing the ball after one weekend of play. Uh, they both have a, a home run each, but the one that's probably going to, the one guy who's going, want, I'm going to keep my eye on, is Brant Blaylock. If you don't remember Brant Blaylock back in 2016, I think it was 2016. No, it was 2017. Uh, 2017, he was a he was a freshman. Uh, he was expected to have. He was a salt. He's a right shirt freshman they expected him to have a really solid season and he had his up he had his moments but he struck out just so much and he had a hard time finding his way into the lineup because of the fact that he struck out so much that he just he, when he made contact he did pretty well but he just struck out a lot i think he struck out like half of his plate appearances or somewhere around there in the 2017 season and that just made it difficult for them to find playing time for him. And now he's, uh, after spending a year at Northwest, he is at uh, Southern Miss, and he had a really solid weekend against Purdue. He went three for nine over the weekend. He did have a home run. He drove in two runs. So he's going to be looking to make, uh, to get some revenge against the Bulldogs after, You know, basically them kind of giving up on him and him having to go to Northwest to find playing time. So we'll see how that goes because last year, I don't remember who it was, but there was a player last year that left Mississippi State's program and transferred down to Southern Miss and he absolutely tore the cut. I think it was Luke Reynolds, I think, if I'm not mistaken. He absolutely tore the cover off the ball in that one series that Mississippi State played against Southern. So uh, that's going to be the thing to watch is if Mississippi State can kind of keep their bats in, in check. Uh, they did end up hitting a total of, I think, what was it? No, it was just three home runs, so it wasn't quite as many as I thought they had. I thought they had more than that. But they hit three home runs, and they did score 27 runs in their three games against Purdue. Now, if you're looking for something to kind of, you know, get some confidence for for Mississippi State. They didn't pitch as great as probably as you probably would have hoped they would have. The one thing that they're going to have to uh, watch for is one of the guys that I mentioned uh, as a hitter. uh, I think it's Matt Walner. Let me double check this as well before I say that. Yeah, Matt Walner. He is the guy who, like I said, is one of the ones that you kind of got to watch out for in terms of hitting the ball really well for Southern Miss. He's also one of their best pitchers. Now, he has had an injury. He, he suffered a strain in his lower forearm, according to Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball. He did not pitch last weekend against Purdue. He did DH, and that's why, like I said, he, he got off to a really solid start uh, for Southern, at least with the bat. Um, we'll see if he pitches this weekend. They expected him to have a really big year for for Southern Miss and provide a, uh, a really good, solid pitching option for, for, for the Golden Eagles on the mound. So we'll see what he does if, if he does make his, his way back onto the mound this weekend. But their pitchers, they did okay. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Their starters, uh, Stevie Powers had a really solid outing. He went six innings. He gave up just one earned run. Uh, he gave up Two runs total, but only one of them was earned. Uh, struck out six. He did not walk any, which is kind of one of the things that you want to see. In teams, the team, uh, Purdue, only hit 100 against him. Their other two uh, starters had a little bit rougher go of it. Uh, Walker Powell, he not he he played. I mean, he pitched well. He had a 2.25 ERA, but he did get hit some. Uh, he gave up five hits in four innings, and he did walk two. Uh, he did not factor in the decision, so that's something that you kind of want to keep your eye on. Um, they hit 3.57 against him, and he was able to manage that for the most part over the course of four innings. He gave up two runs, only one of them was earned. But when you're giving up that many base runners, especially if you're doing this against a team like Mississippi State, who's going to be able to take advantage of that more than a team like Purdue was able to do so. Now, their other starter, Jared Wright, he had a really rough outing. Uh, He ended up giving up – he only made it through one inning. He gave up five runs, three of which were earned. They hit 500 against him. It was their bullpen that really stood out for Southern Miss. They had a really solid – they had some really solid outings from their bullpen. The only – uh, person who gave up any runs out of the bullpen was Josh Lewis. Everybody else in the bullpen didn't give up a single solitary run so I don't know if that's going to be a, a constant especially with Hunter Walner you not know, being Is you don't know what's going to happen with him this uh, this weekend but their bullpen really stepped up for him because they, uh, they kind of locked down Purdue and stepped up in a, a big way for uh, Purdue. Now for Mississippi State what do you need to do to be able to To get some revenge from last year after getting swept by the Golden Eagles. Well, the main thing you need to do is you gotta be able to pitch. You gotta show the same type of pitching consistency, and you probably need your starters to go a little bit deeper into the games. My guess is last week when Ethan Small, JT Ginn, and Keegan James all went five innings, that was probably by design. They probably were not going to go more than five innings, regardless of how well they pitched, because they all pitched pretty well. When you only give up uh, both Ethan Small and JT Ginn only gave up two earned runs. In, their, in both their starts. They probably could have gone deeper into the game, but I think Chris Lamonis just wanted to make sure he got some of his other guys uh, some work in. And also, you know, no reason to start putting strain on these guys' arms this early in the season, especially against teams that you probably don't need them to go deep into the game against. Uh, so he got a lot of guys in this weekend, got a lot of guys uh, prepared. The only, Mississippi State just kind of like, just kind of like Southern Miss's bullpen, they stepped up in a big way as well. The only guy who gave up any runs for Mississippi State's bullpen was Peyton Plumley. He gave up one run in two innings. Everybody else, though, came in and was absolutely lights out. Uh, the only thing that might concern you a little bit is Tristan Barlow. Uh, he gave up two hits in uh, against five batters, so that might be the slight, slightly bit concerning, but for the most part, the pitching was really good. You're going to be, need to be able to, to, to take that pitching and – make it transfer against a good team like Southern Miss. They should be able to do that, I think, playing this game at home. And I think also just without the distractions that Andy Canezara provided last year, I think will be a huge benefit to Mississippi State. You don't have – you've got your coach. You don't have to worry about all that that you had to worry about last year. So I think this is going to be a much better series for the Bulldogs. And I think it's one that they're probably going to win. Uh, I think I think Southern Miss will find a way to win the game. They're a good team, and therefore they're going to probably be able to find a, a way to win the game. Best case scenario, I think you could sweep, but I don't expect that. I think you just win two out of three. Worst case scenario, you need to lose no more than two. Uh, if, you're, if you're one and two after this weekend, it's not the end of the world. It's disappointing, but you can't get swept like you did last year. Uh, but like I like said I think Mississippi State's going to win two of these two of these games coming up this weekend. I think they got a chance this week, but we'll just have to kind of wait and see. I think Mississippi State's really good. I think their lineup's going to be able to to put some runs on the board against Southern Miss's pitching, and I think Mississippi State's pitching is good enough to keep that lineup at least in check enough for them to be able to pull out the wins this weekend. So, all right, guys, appreciate you guys listening. Also, meant to I always forget to remind you about this. If you prefer to get your your podcast on iTunes, you can look us up there as well. So just go to the iTunes uh, podcast air, uh, app on your phone and search for maroon and white audible. And you should be able to pull us right up and you can subscribe to us there. So if you prefer to get your podcast that way, you have that option as well. So and I appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, until next time, hell state.